Hello, good evening everyone, it's Kevin Finkel here. Welcome to episode number 35 of Magic the Final Frontier. It's a podcast all about the MPG Frontier format, where we keep our listeners up to date with what is new, interesting, and powerful in the world of Frontier. And I'm Ryan Schwenk, the Japan hobbyist, playing Frontier out of Tokyo, Japan. Alright, so... The topic we have for today is something that's maybe a little less competitive than what we normally focus on on our show, but I think it's something important to a lot of players, and maybe a lot of Frontier players who tend to be someone looking for something different. We want to talk a little bit about budget. So we're not a finance podcast, but budget magic is something that's important in every kind of circle. Yeah, I mean, you always need to have some entry-level deck that people can play so that they don't end up spending, you know, all their money on fetches thinking they have to be competitive you know what i mean yeah i think that's true for any format and any game really uh before we jump into that i did want to just ask how did this weekend go i know that the uh there was that god of frontier trial anything really cool you saw out of there i haven't really heard how it went for you well i did horribly because untap uh. <laughs> and uh hallelujah don't mix i just wasn't prepared I, I like i couldn't cite in anything but as far as interesting decks um i thought that the, there was like a new esper uh, spirits deck that was playing hmm. um, both of the new spirits. I think Remorseful Cleric was in there, and also the uh, one that gives all spirits plus one plus one. Okay. So that that looked really good. Um, the other decks I saw, uh, some people were playing zombies. You know, with the with the new uh, one one that mills three. It was kind of like a dread zombie mix. That one oh, didn't okay. do too well though. Hmm. And um, I mean, the top eight was red white control. Um, four color control, Esper control, uh, black red aggro, either works. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, it was really, really, oh yeah, and the Esper, uh, spirit stack. It was a really diverse black, top eight. Black red aggro. Black red aggro has been around for a while. Um, so like, uh, he, he uses a, like unlicensed disintegration mm-hmm. and, um, he uses like smuggler's copter and, it's basically kind of like a mix between, I guess you could say, like, previous insole list and shrapnel red and and maybe vehicles. It's kind of like a mix of like okay. all of those black red vehicles sort of thing. I'd pull it up except he always has it private on the uh, Hallelujah website. So ah, uh, okay. All right, I wouldn't mind trying something along those lines. That's interesting. Yeah, and also, uh, you know, they have the. Uh, what is it? The Untapped Frontier League is going to be live by the time we finish this. So did you end up choosing a deck? <laughs> I have not yet. I have been so, uh, you know, I've been trying to this season with testing with my team yeah. really test a little of everything. Like people are like, oh, this deck's good. So I was testing mm-hmm. that for them. So I feel like it, I didn't have a single deck that I was like, I'm 100% behind this deck. It so. is really hard to choose. Yeah, it's a, it's hard to choose right now. There's just so There's, much viable. Yeah. And if uh, certain teams go hard on one deck, it could make a yeah. lot of other things unviable. So yeah, we'll, we're going to exactly. have to see what happens. Uh, what did you end up playing on this Sunday, though? This Sunday, I, I tried my Scapeshift deck. Oh, okay, cool. So, you know, it wins through uh, Retreat to Hagra, and, you know, I have, like, Ramen of Excavator, so you bring stuff back, and it's just, like, drain, drain, drain. And I did get that off one time. Mm-hmm. I killed the zombie deck with it. Nice. Yeah, but it, it needs a lot of work. Okay, well, let's go ahead and move into our main topic for today, which is Budget Magic and Frontier. Mm. 
So the first thing I thought we could kind of talk about of just what some of the budget decks are in the in the format. You were saying, you know, there's some entry-level decks that it's pretty mm. easy for someone to put it together for maybe $30 in the low end, 100 120 on the high end, and have a, yeah. a competitive version of the deck that does for, well. For, for me, around 100 or less is budget. Yeah, I think that's about right for Frontier. You're, you're, you're going to have to expect, yeah, you're going to have to expect to pay about 100 So what, 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 what should we start with first? So first thing for me that comes up is the red aggro deck. So I think maybe not as much a Tarka, but even a Tarka red, Ramanup red, Shrapnel red, blue mm-hmm. red and soul, um, any kind of red artifact or red uh, vehicles list, all of those end up being very cheap. They're running a lot of commons and uncommons, good aggressive creatures, removal that's just a few cents to play, and yeah. their mana base doesn't get too convoluted with things like fetches and some other things like that that end up raking the price up. Yeah, like I think the most expensive card you're going to find in a, a Tarka Red deck is either going to be a Tarkus Command, which is like maybe five or six bucks, mm-hmm. and Hazret. And everything yeah, Hazret. else you can get really cheaply. And not all the versions need Hazret. I think there are also a couple of budget options. So mm-hmm. uh, there, there was an article on our mtgfrontier.net website that had updating some the uh, the Challenger decks. We were updating those for mm-hmm. Frontier. And some of the ways that we were doing that was really budget, and we were finding things that were a good replacement for Chandra. So instead of Chandra Torture Defiance, we ran the Chandra from M15, mm-hmm. which is a couple dollars and is a great option there. And I think we were also looking at Fleet Wheel Cruiser as an option to replace Hazaret, but that, that, that's really on the low end of the budget. That card's like uh, a buck. Um, you said you are in Soul. You said Blue, Red, and Soul, right? Did you yeah. talk about Blue, Red, Pro at all? Blue Red Prowess, that, that'd be another one of those that, that ends up being very cheap. Um, it, the non, Especially because that's not a allied-colored land, so you're yeah. not going to run fetches in the most competitive version of Blue Red you can get. You're not going to run fetches. Like Spire Bluff Canal is probably the most expensive thing in that deck right now. Everything else is mm-hmm. pretty cheap. Um, Hazret's going, been going down. That's a little expensive. Yeah, and I don't know if I'd run Hazret in a Blue Red Prowess. I usually like that to be... I mean, I don't know what version of Blue Red Prowess you're thinking. When mm-hmm. I think Blue Red Prowess, I really like to be very, very low All on the in. ground and run something like Fevered Visions or what is the new um, Flame of Keld, I believe, that discards your hand. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, something that'll cycle, yeah. I'm looking through the uh, one of the deck lists from um, one of the recent Hallelujah Frontier Trials, and somebody won a 16-person trial with uh, Blue Red Press. So hmm. it, it definitely has some legs, and it's not too expensive. So that would be something uh, that I could recommend. So just I mean, everyone knows how to play a Tarka Red, but Blue Red Press is basically, you know, play a lot of one-mana, one you know, card draw uh, mm-hmm. spells and then go off, like, on one turn. Yeah, and I think even the cheapest version of the deck is any of the mono-red versions things like shrapnel blast red end up being mm-hmm. very very cheap uh insole artifact so like what are the expensive cards in there what how about how much would you say that would cost somebody to build so if you're trying out karn that's gonna ab- obviously yeah. add to the price to it uh, i don't think that's necessary in the deck that makes it a lot bigger karn or Hazaret, I- i've both seen but those mm-hmm. are kind of maybe one to two of them in the whole list Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, there's not that much that I think would add price. There's Walking Ballista, if you're running them. Yeah. That, that, that'll probably go down at rotation. 
Yeah, again, Spire Buff Canals. Yeah, just a few things that run a little, like a few dollars, but you can probably put the whole deck together for, I don't know, 100, 120. Yeah, I'm looking at the, uh, what do you call it, a list from the top 16 of the last Got a Frontier tournament, and it's mm-hmm. not playing Ballistas or anything like that. It, it looks pretty budget to me. Um, like you said, just the Spire Bluff Canals, and it's playing like one Hazard. Like, this is probably like an $80 deck. Well, I guess it has a Chandra. The Shiner is going to keep going down too. Yeah, that's true. And the, so I what guess other decks? would be more of a budget, uh, a more of a budget alternative to Karn, I would say. Yeah, maybe. And then if you want to go even cheaper, I, I really do think that the M15 Chandra is only just a little bit worse and does a lot mm-hmm. of the same things in a red aggressive deck like that. So, were there any other aggro decks you wanted to talk about? Aggro, I think I think I'll bring up a couple versions. more that there are some other aggro options, but mm-hmm. I, I wanted to jump into what I think is hilariously two of the cheapest decks in the format are some mm-hmm. of the combo decks. So the two best combo decks in my mind are usually Sahili and Marvel. Mm-hmm. And both of those, they got banned out of standard, and that really killed their price. So Sahili Rai is not an expensive card. You can pick up a play set over for, I think, like $12. Yeah, it's probably less than that now. I wouldn't yeah, maybe even less than that Probably now. less than 10 um and yeah, I mean, I mean, you don't need the fetches for this one. I think a, a lot of the uh, you know standard players, right? When it was in standard, they got mm-hmm. the the mana base done really well. So you can make do with just you know like your fast lands and whatnot. Yeah, we have a lot better enemy colored lands, which Sahili is generally an enemy colored deck. Uh, if you're doing Marvel, I think the most common is Teamer or Soltai. Mm-hmm. Those are both enemy colored decks, so you don't really need to have a fetch base there. And plus, you're often playing... I mean, you're playing the Aether Hubs, which you may have yeah. around from Standard. Those end up being fairly cheap if you've got them. Otherwise, they're, you know, a couple bucks each. Yeah, so I would say the four-color Sahili combo is going to be really expensive because of the fetches, but you could definitely play three-color. Yeah, if you're playing it based on fetches, that'll be a little more expensive. But I think you can do a competitive version of Sahili that has very few fetches. And if you have fetches, it doesn't hurt to add one or two and, you know, increase the power of a deck that way over time. And you said the other one was Aetherworks Marvel? Yeah, Marvel. I mean, there's very few of the energy cards are expensive, so you can put together most of the deck. I mean, you're going to run four of the Puzzle Knot, you're going to run four Attuned to Aether, you're going to run four Rogue Refiner. I mean, Aetherworks all... Marvel is like only like $2. Yeah, and even Aetherworks like Marvel. So that's 16 cards Super there cheap. for all under a buck or two. Yeah. Like yeah, like I said before, just like with Sahila, you can run a four-color one if you want to with fetches. Mm-hmm. But it's perfectly fine without it running just like the fast lens and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. Emicral is kind of expensive. Yeah, Emicral is a little expensive. If so, basically you pick your top end, and that's where you'll yeah. you'll spend a little bit. If you've got Emicrols lying around, if you've got Ulamogs lying around, yeah, um, Ugin, some of the yeah, if you're running Ugin. Oh, I think that I like the, a lot. the six mana Chandra is usually maybe better than Ugin, or at least yeah. sees more play. Yeah, there's, there's, uh, I mean, you could, uh, how could I say? Yeah, like you said, just pick and choose your, your top end. You don't need to spend all that money on the Ugin. Mm-hmm. It's great, but if you don't have it, there's other ways to play the deck. Yeah, pretty much anything that you're doing unfair with that deck. I mean, you could run Bolas, like the, uh, the Planeswalker Bolas. So if we're talking about combo, um, Jeskai Ascendancy, you know, this hasn't shown up at all on, on Halalia's, uh, 
at Hallelujah's store. But uh, I haven't I, made I, it in paper either. You didn't want to try playing that in paper and going through the whole <laughs> combo there. But I'm guessing it's not too expensive. I mean, the fetches the are fetches, probably going to yeah, be the, fetches will be the, the expensive most expensive part. part. Everything else is just like I mean, it's, it's bulk. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's all bulk. So like, just guy ascendancy, and I don't know if we'd consider this a combo, but the uh, soul flare deck. Hmm. The soul flare deck, you know, plays um, soul flare, which is like six mana, and it has delve, and whatever you uh, get rid of, you know, from your graveyard, it gains that creature's abilities. Yeah. And pretty much eighty percent of the deck's cost is from fetches. Hmm. Like the rest is all bulk. And that's if you're playing a version with fetches. I'm playing black white right now and I don't have any fetches in the deck. Actually I might have a couple fetches in the deck. I, I think, think within but with Soul Flare you I would I would think you want to have some fetches just because you need to be able to cast it as quickly as possible. You need to have that delve yeah, probably um, in that kind of deck, the most expensive but, would be Fatal Pushes or Vraska's Contempt, maybe. But like you said, you serve Black White, so I'm guessing that new, um, the new Zombie helps out a lot. Yeah, the new the Stitcher Supply really makes that an actual deck, I think. So you might even be able to reduce that, you know, maybe come next season. Okay, mm-hmm. I like that. I like that. So any other combos? So we got Jessica Ascendancy, Sahili Combo, Marvel. So I usually count Jund as a combo deck, but that one does not fit under our budget list. Yeah, Jund is going to be pretty expensive. I'm guessing it has Kolagon's Commands. And, Kolagon's and Command, stuff. Tireless Trackers, Liliana's, Chandra's, yeah. things that things that really are keeping their price because of Modern, I think, more than Standard. So even yeah. going into the future, I don't think those will drop too much in price. Yeah. Okay, so next, after combo, what other kind of, uh, how do I say, archetypes are viable? So you've got a few listed here in our notes. You said elves, you said... Oh, you already mentioned prowess, but... So, yeah, I think actually what you're saying, a lot of the tribal synergy decks are going to end up being somewhat cheaper. So elves, you're playing a lot of... Yeah. Yeah, you're playing basically subpar creatures in order to get synergies. And with Frontier, you've got enough of those cards that you can make a real deck out of a lot of different tribal decks. So something like elves, something like humans. There are not a lot of expensive humans, but there's a lot of really good Mm -hmm. humans. What what would probably be the cards holding back elves? I mean, I know green black land was kind of expensive at one moment or at one point there, but mm-hmm. it's not too expensive. I think it might depend on your build. Um, Collective Company is definitely going yes. to be the expensive yes. one if you're on a Cocoa version, and I think Collective. that's probably the best way to go right now. Yeah, and Court of Calling as well, but you can probably make do with just Court Cocoa, I think, mm-hmm. and maybe like one or two of the uh, Court of Calling. So not Other too than expensive. That... Yeah, I don't think too much. And, um, I haven't it, checked what the price on the new clan caller has gone I to. Think, I think because of the new the new uh, lord that just came out, mm-hmm. the uh, clan caller, elvish the clan, clan caller, the deck yeah. relies less on the combo of Shaman of the Pack now, so you mm-hmm. maybe don't need to have as many cords in there to grab it. Okay. I mean, that's just that's just, you know, an idea. I mean, there's different ways to build it. You could definitely bring the price down by dropping a few of those, you know, uh, what do you call it, like Court of Callings. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, and Elvish Clan Caller is only a couple dollar card, so that's nothing that's going to yeah. break the bank. Yeah, and then they got, a lot of them are playing the new 5-4, um, what's, his, what's his name called? The Steel yes. Leaf Champion. Yeah, Steel Leaf Champion. So yeah, really any 
And the, the other place I would go with is that any kind of monocolored deck in Frontier is going to end up being a lot cheaper, just because the mana base does end up being a mm-hmm. lot of your mana cost in any format that's not standard. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, like, mono, mono yeah. red, of course, is your obvious choice for Yeah, and I think that deck. there's... I actually think that there are viable monocolored decks in, in every color right now. I think that Mono White Humans has been a mm-hmm. viable deck, continues to be. That's one that I've got in paper because it's cheap. It's I think you can make... Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it is. <laughs> especially, especially with like double anthems now, or triple anthems if you count the uh, Dahlias of the Tenant. Because mm-hmm. it's got Radiant Destiny, right? It's got Always Watching, and then Dahlias of the Tenant. Yeah, you kind of have to decide which of those you want. There's also Benelish Marshall. I don't think is bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that there. Yeah, I think there's a, f- a handful of red aggressive. I think that you could make a green monocolored deck i i have a green monocolored ramp that i really need to update but it's again one that i made yeah in paper just to have so yeah tell me what your other ideas for these monocolor budget decks would be so mono white humans i would i would think red is either going to be just like a regular red aggro or maybe like a goblins deck Mm -hmm. what about what about the other colors yeah so i do actually have several of these in paper just because i like to have many decks around if anyone wants to try out the format i just want to be like hey come sit and try here's a deck here here's mono mm-hmm. white humans have fun mm-hmm. um I, so i have a mono green ramp which i think needs a little bit of updating how does it work um do you know what the card oh what is, what is it twin grove uh can is that the one that it's puts like colonial twin grove it, it, it itself or, is yeah. power and toughness equal to the number of force you control and when it comes mm-hmm. into play it makes a token that's a copy of itself it's like six mana, right? It's like six mana f- for like a 12-12, basically. So mm. that becomes huge. But no trample. Ah, uh, no trample, no. There's some other good ones, though. There's Multani now. There's, um... Hey, green? I was green like, might not be bad. I mean, green's got a lot of good tools. Like we said, like Silly Champion, if you wanted just to make a Stompy deck. Um... Yeah, I've been meaning to try a green, mono green Stompy. I mean, Steel Leaf Champion, there's the five Den mana protector. 10-10, I want to say. Mm-hmm. I mean, no one's had, no one's played Den Protector or the uh, Death, the Death, Death Raptor in a while. Or Death Raptor, yeah, De- yeah so. Death Raptor. I mean, even the, um, I think Serac would have a spot in mm-hmm. there. There's the new Goreclaw, who I think is quite powerful. Oh yeah, it could be viable. Yeah, so there's probably some kind of green Stumpy. I think blue. There's a couple of sort of combo-y decks that you can make, but again, for cheap. Uh, I like the blue. It, it was like blue prison, basically. You know, you mm-hmm. just play cards that redraw your hand you take extra turns you just sweep your opponent's board repeatedly and you end up going off with that uh i also think any of the blue aether flux aether Mm -hmm. flux what is it reservoir decks Mm -hmm. the combo uh, like the um what was it called the cheerios type decks right yeah yeah the cheerios combos decks. i I think cheerios combo decks might be a little expensive because a lot of them use the uh fetches Hmm, it's usually like three color or four so i've seen some Grixis builds, I've seen some Esper builds. Okay, I've played Mono Blue and I've had a good time with it. That's that's probably fine. Because <laughs> you do the paradoxical outcome and then a bunch of zero mana artifacts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Blue White's got... not so bad. Yeah, and it's, it's got Psy now. Mm-hmm. I saw Psy did crazy stuff in Ooh. in Standard last weekend, so that that might be a deck that could... No, not sorry, not last month, but sorry, uh, yesterday. At Hallelujah, I made top eight of uh, one of their uh, God of Standard trials. Oh, nice! And it just—it was Psy with like Ornithopters and you know all these uh, tokens that they were making, and yeah, that definitely has potential in Frontier in the future. 
Hmm. Now, how about uh, Black? I think that's the one that we have left. Yeah, because there's Black Eldrazi, um, but that's kind of expensive with all the Eldrazi in that deck. I don't think that's really that budget. I think Zombies. I think that a mono Black yeah. Zombies can be very aggressive and not too expensive. I think that's going to be a cheap enough version because you're not going to play Liliana. You're not going to play the stuff that would actually make Black expensive mm-hmm. usually. You'll be playing Fatal Push as your only real pricey card. I mean, I've got a sixty for a mono black zombies. I could probably throw it into Goldfish, and I bet it's going to be forty-five dollars or something. If you add the Lilianas, are going to be really good. Like the deck's going to be really, really good. If you don't have it, it's still pretty good. Yeah, depends on how much you want to be. Uh, like I'm excited about the fact that we have two two power one drops that are zombies. Mm-hmm. Three new uh, lords that. Pool. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's there's definitely a, a a really good I would say eighty percent optimal maybe eighty five percent optimal budget version of that deck. I should check Relentless Dead. That thing randomly will go up in price. Where is it now? Oh, is that the two two with like menace and you can yeah. like pay mana to bring it or another zombie back into play? Or so when hand? it dies, you can pay a black to bring it back to its hand. Or you can mm-hmm. pay X to bring a zombie from your graveyard to the battlefield. Mm-hmm. Right? You can also do both. Yeah, so it's real fancy. Okay, it's at $6 now. I feel like yeah. if I look at the price history, there was a random like time 20. it spiked to 20 Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I like him, though, because of the Lord that gives Death Touch. It works really well with Max Yeah, now. the Death Baron came out in Plus Lord of the Accursed. Mm-hmm. It's got some... Uh... Oh, and then the new 3-2 from M19 also... Uh, I've been dying to find a spot for that deck. The... Pay three, exile card from a graveyard, a creature, I believe, and then you get, like, two two zombie. Yeah, that, that card's really good. I just don't know where it fits yet. Yeah, see, there's, you know, like you said, there's not enough time to really test all these M19 cards in Frontier. Like, I figure, mm-hmm. I, I think, like, we're going to have some great deck, how do I say, some great deck list, um, like, a couple weeks in, after we, like, get a little bit more testing time in, but, like, Mm, right now, it's so hard to decide what's going to be playable or how yeah. to play it. Okay. All right. So I think that covers most budget decks that I wanted to talk about. Um, All right, but I don't think we... that's the end of our topic. I think we can still talk about you know, budget magic in general. Yeah. So I think the next thing I wanted to talk about was decks that are really close to being budget, but maybe we have to wait until rotation for a lot of these cards to get out of of standard hmm, interesting what do you have as an example for that well like uh for example the red white control deck um has shown up a, a quite a lot at uh hallelujah at their frontier events um it plays chandra's it plays uh gideon of the trials mm, and, that's definitely uh, gonna add the price but and uh, gideon of the trials of those... should drop quite a bit in price you know, play Fumigate, Settle the Wreckage, um, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So, like, Settle the Wreckage is a pretty pricey card right now. Yes. Um, it's, like, you know, 10 12 bucks, And then, you know, Chandra is still, like, 20-something. Mm-hmm. And Gideon was up to, like, 15 at at one point. So, I th- I think, come rotation, this deck will probably be around $120 or so. So, if you're looking to play Control in Frontier, but you don't want to spend... You know what, two hundred dollars on fetches for like four color control or esper control? Then I think this is a good place to start. You're thinking it'll still hold that kind of hundred twenty dollar price tag after rotation? So I'm looking at the list um, from his May uh, mm-hmm. champion. Sorry, from May from his champion 
finish in May, and you know he's playing the Heeries. Those are about ten bucks. Okay. Uh, getting into trials are like twelve something right now. Chandra's but I expect those to go down 20. to like four or five. Yeah, like Gideon's, I think will be like at, they'll be like seven, eight bucks maybe. Nahiri's mm-hmm. probably gonna keep her price. Chandra, um, I think she'll be down to like maybe thirteen, fourteen. Yeah, she sees some play, uh, Legacy, and other places. Yeah, and then like everything else after that is just, I mean, he's got a hazard in there. That's like Ooh, ten. Yeah. But, but um, that's the lands gonna, are totally that's dumpster cheap. fire. Yeah, like Inspiring Vantage, 300 yen. That's the highest, that's the most expensive land you're going to be playing. The lands mm-hmm. are super cheap. The Planeswalkers are going to be the most expensive thing, and half of them are going to rotate out. Yeah, I think that's great. I think that, that so. I think that could go down under 100 bucks easily. Um, oh, Are there any other viable control decks, you know, that you think could get cheaper after rotation? I mean, will Scarab I mean, God I think, drop enough? I think Scarab God and... And Torrential Gearhulk are both going to rotate out of blue-black. I think that'll drop the price of that deck significantly, particularly if you already have the lands. Yeah, blue-black's not bad. Um, yeah, I'm looking at a list right here. Like, Gearhulks are currently going from about 10 bucks, mm-hmm. And Scarab God is only like 15 now, so that's actually really good. And if the most expensive thing is your Polluted Deltas, that's like 80 bucks of the, the deck right there. Everything else is pretty cheap. Yeah, I think so. Well, I guess if you're playing Search for Azkanta, that that's not really oh, that, 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 that won't, cheap. Yeah, that won't get cheaper. The Restless Contempt won't get cheaper. Yeah. Hmm. I don't think that blue... I don't think blue-black control is going to be a good control Probably not a budget deck, list. but I think it, it'll certainly I don't think, drop in cost. I think maybe like a Mardu, maybe? Or like <laughs> a blue-white... Or sorry, like a white-black. Like any of the non-fetch uh, color combinations, I think would be like a really good control choice okay um other cards uh how about um what's it called hardened scales oh yeah that was one i was going to bring up is hardened scales is definitely a deck that it's holding some price because of ballista yeah ballista i mean the snake's gotten pretty cheap but he was holding Mm -hmm. price for a while i think the green black duel when it rotates that'll save you a lot of price Mm-hmm. Depending what comes in its place, I guess. So I'm trying to think, what else is in that deck? Uh, Bliss is the big thing. Bliss is like still like twenty something dollars. Yeah, and Hangerback Walker. Bit. I mean, Hangerback Walker was at that point where it was ten, fifteen, twenty dollars, and it dropped significantly. I, I expect that we'll see the same thing with Ballista. Mm-hmm. It'll go down. I still see some play in Legacy and Minor, but probably not enough to keep it at twenty dollars. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, Nissa's in there, but she's not that expensive. Yeah, everything else looks like really budget, uh, other than like the Bloomy Marsh, which is like eight eight dollars right now. Yeah, and that deck is so much fun. I, I never bore of playing uh, scales. And I know that some people were testing it for this this uh, most recent um, Frontier League, hmm. and it, it's looking really dangerous. It's looking really really good for season six. So. I would say right. this is probably going to be the one of the most competitive budget decks you can buy. Yeah, and I think um, this one was also listed when we did that article on how you can update the challenger decks because there was a green black scales challenger deck. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's not a bad place to start if you wanted to, uh, to buy get that, into the build into standard or frontier. I'm guessing those are like thirty bucks, forty bucks, probably. Yeah, and they'll probably get a little cheaper towards rotation if you can find them as a whole package. Okay, so scales, 
uh, red white control. What other decks do you think could get a little bit cheaper come hmm. September? I mean, a lot of things will. Uh, I'm trying to think of anything that's big as far as it's being held back by a certain card, other than fetches. I think a lot of things are being held back by fetches, but those won't uh, get cheaper from rotation. Um, uh, I know some people are playing spirits now. Spellcrawler's kind of expensive, mm-hmm. but well, Spellcrawler's uh, rotated already. That was uh, Eldritch Moon. Yeah, that's gonna keep its price. So maybe like a. If it's like a blue-white version of Spirits, maybe it's not going to be so expensive. Okay. I, I, I could see, you know, Spell Quellers is probably going to be where you're going to be spending most of your money, but a lot of the other Spirits are all like a dollar each. Hmm. Um, selfless Spirits, like maybe $4, but Rattle Chains, Mazum, Mausoleum Wanderer, um, Siren, Storm Tamer, all those things are not going to be that expensive. Okay. So, so can, we, can we move on to talking about finance in a little bit more general for Frontier? Just want yeah. to bring up some some cheap staple cards, kind of things that are, you know, mm-hmm. you'll get them and you'll play them in a lot of decks. They'll be great there. Yeah, how to Whatever build you have up. them is good. And as well as that, talk collection. about some, even some more expensive cards, but they'll they'll keep their value. They're not at risk mm-hmm. of going cheaper at rotation. The, the number one thing that comes to mind is fetches, is mm-hmm. that if you can get fetches, get them in a a couple colors that you like to play, you'll go a long way with those. I think that's a yeah, very you, you easy Yeah, you don't way have to get, like, all the blue ones. If you don't like playing blue, don't buy the blue ones. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're a good investment. But uh, as far as non-fetch lands, what, what do you think are some good staples to pick up? What? Um, I think that probably a lot of the removal spells... They're mostly universal. I mean, mostly, you know, you're playing Fatal Push, you're playing a Braid, mm-hmm. maybe you're playing Colagon's Command if you're a little slower. It's some of the same stuff that's good in Standard right now, so get the get your Wild Slashes, those are cheap. Um, Shock mm-hmm. is also a cheap replacement. Mm-hmm. Lightning Strikes. Lightning Strike. Um, yeah, I don't really like Colagon's Command that much these days just because there's so many... Yeah, it's gotten a little creatures. tougher. So you don't have to spend that money, you know, to get that. You, you can do perfectly fine you could be perfectly fine with the like you said the abrades mm-hmm. uh, i think smuggler's copter is a great one for a staple yep. card it's yep. only it's a like, few bucks and yep. it goes in most any aggressive deck yeah mm-hmm. um monster swift spear another card if you're going to play red any red deck if you're going to play red red blue um insole or i don't know about an insole if you're going to play red blue um what was it pro s if you're going to play yeah. atarka red if you're going to play mono red then Yes, Swift Spears are going to be like a really good card to have, and they've been printed like crazy. How about more on the, on the kind of more expensive side of things? What are some good staple cards that you're thinking of? Uh, well, I think that um, more expensive staples. Thinking like Planeswalkers. Are there a lot of good Planeswalkers that you can pick? Oh, pick up. I mean, I, I mean, like this is only like three or four dollars. I wouldn't say that's super expensive. That's true. I don't know how many decks I mean, she's in. I think Gideon's in a lot of decks. I think you could run. He's like ten bucks. Yeah, so Gideon's good. Mm. Um, I don't know Chandra. Maybe when she drops in price, she's gonna see a lot of play. I think in a lot of various red decks. Yeah, Karn. Not, if you can grab him. I mean, any of the Karn's never the gonna new be <laughs> yeah. budget though. No, Chandra no, I don't think budget. budget. I was going more for just finance rather than budget, but I think anyone listening could probably tell we're not really finance guys as far as magic finance. I'm not trying to make my living off of buying and selling magic cards. I'm yeah. just uh, I'm trying to be able to make a lot of magic decks so I can play them for cheap with a lot of my friends. Mm. 
creature wise, what creatures would you say are staples? Um, hmm. I mean, anything that's like really, really expensive. I mean, some of the black, I think like Kalitas, uh, Ishkana, mm-hmm. those are good. Tireless Tracker really jumped up from modern play, but mm-hmm. if you can get them, that's a great one to hold on to, I'd yeah. say. Emrakul's not bad, like if you're going to play Aetherworks or if you're going to play Delirium or mm-hmm. anything like that. It's like maybe 10 12 bucks, I think, for Emrakul. Um, yeah, I don't think that's a bad. I think Tireless Tracker is probably a great example because if you're going to play any green deck, I like to have a couple copies in there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't. I can't really think of the really expensive ones that are worth sure, picking I mean, up. Yeah, I was focusing more on the budget. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's that, fine. That's fine. I mean, that that's the whole thing about Frontier is that there's so many good cards that you know see play, uh, but they're only like two or three bucks. Yeah, hopefully people like will be. Point. Hopefully, you know, standard players will be rotating. They'll be interested in. Hey, I've got this card. I've got that card, and either you can pick it up and you'll play some fun things, or you'll. Uh... Yeah. What about, uh, do you want to go the other way? What are some things like, don't pick it up? I mean, I, I think there are people who may have misunderstandings about Frontier that may still say, oh, I got to go pick up four copies of Jace. Oh, hey, you know, he's only $15 yeah. now. That's gonna a good it's deal. It's kind of but, overpriced, yeah. I, would, yeah he, I wouldn't say Jace is that necessary. Don't grab Jace, yeah. So so what are some other ones I'd say don't grab? Don't don't spend your money on? They'll go back down? Mmm... Do you want to say tireless tracker? I don't know how high he is now. He was ridiculously priced for a while. Okay, he's back down under ten dollars. He was like fifteen, eighteen for a little bit there. Like I don't know. I mean, there's collected brutality. I don't know if that's ever going to go back down. Hmm. Um, like we said, Kolingit's command. I don't know if that's ever going to really go back down because they see a lot of play in the, you know, the other eternal formats. Yeah, basically, uh... just don't buy on a spike and uh, get stuff hmm. when it's cheaper. I can't think of what I mean. A lot of stuff's been been going down. Um, like, I guess like the Scarab God will probably continue to go down a little bit more. Um, I don't know what other cards are really expensive. All right. Well, I, I think that's probably pretty good. I think we gave some people an idea, especially if they don't mm-hmm. know too much about Frontier. What what some places to look are. I want to make sure that people mm-hmm. are playing Frontier in paper and you know, finding other people that they can, you know, have two decks. That way you can find somebody else who doesn't know Frontier and make them play a Frontier deck, and they'll have a good time mm-hmm. joined into the process. So I think it's a good yeah, place to definitely. wrap up kind of the show, and maybe we'll we'll stay away from doing budget finance stuff for a while, but uh, I, I think I'm glad we did it for at least today. Yeah, I, know, I, th- uh, I think it's good. Just just to get people thinking about it, you know. People, a lot of people are like, well, I want to make a deck, but I don't have the fetches. Well, you can't. And mm-hmm. That's basically what I wanted to say. You know, you can play Frontier without spending a lot of money. Yeah, I think so. All right, so I do have one last thing for the show. I kind of want to just give you a, a brewing challenge. I don't know if you want to give one back, but mm-hmm. I haven't seen a deck with Omniscience in it yet in Frontier. There's got to be a way, right? Do you, do you want to make a deck, and we'll talk about it next week, of where we can put Omniscience in a deck? It could be terrible. I just want to see. Yeah. Omniscience? <laughs> Uh, okay, maybe I can think about that. I'll try to brew it up. Come on, it's a legacy staple. How could it not be good in yeah. Frontier? <laughs> okay, then I get to choose the next one if I do this one. All right, all right. Are we both going to make a deck, or is this just for... For I mean, is it for us, or are we going to ask our listeners to do it as well? Oh, uh, yeah, if you're listen- if anyone wants to tweet us, tell us what you can do with Omniscience, because that'll be uh, our little brewer's challenge. Just want to do this as a kind of one-minute yeah. thing at the end of the show. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right, I'll, so I'll wrapping up... 
Uh, I think the other thing we'll probably be talking about next time is that we're going to have all these new decks. Um, you already mm-hmm. mentioned the ones from this weekend, but we'll also have the league yeah. signups ended. We'll yep, really yep. can get those. Um, so that's always a fun thing to review is to see what people are doing, especially with a new rot- not not a rotation, but a new set coming out. All kinds mm-hmm. of crazy things to do. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. This this week was kind of like a, a quiet week as far as uh, Frontier was concerned, so this was kind of a, a good topic to fill the void. Yeah, great. All right, guys, so as we mentioned, tweet out at us. We're at MTG Frontier. We're MTG underscore Frontier on Instagram, and mtgfrontier.net is our website. You can also find our Reddit and our Discord. All right, and my website is www.japanhobbyist.com if you want to find me there, or you can find me on Twitter at yoshwanky. You know, I noticed, I think you always say www. instead of www. Is it www? Sorry. <laughs> no, it's just the thing. I my words together. I'm pointing it out. All right, but anyways, guys, okay. we appreciate having you on the show. Uh, as always, for everyone out there, we look forward to being your go-to source for Frontier information online. Your Final Frontier signing off. Thank you. Mm-hmm.